Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is Michael Popak, Legal Laugh. As expected, Jack Smith and the special counsel's office has opposed Donald Trump's efforts to stop the March trial date in the D.C. election interference case from going forward. He's argued, Donald Trump, that because he filed an appeal arguing that the judge got it wrong, that he does not have presidential or other immunity against the indictment and the indicted conduct that makes up the D.C. election interference case, the four counts of criminal conspiracy brought against him. He's not immune for that, so the argument goes, so Judge Chutkin has ruled. And yes, as expected, Donald Trump took an appeal to an, as of right now, unknown three-judge panel of the D.C. Court of Appeals. He's also argued to the judge that she should stay all aspects of the case. Don't move it forward. Don't allow it to progress. He's even gone so far, Donald Trump, to say he's not going to participate in anything while the motion is pending, citing a rule of law based on a case called Griggs. And in the Griggs decision, which is Griggs versus Provident Consumer Discount Company, for those playing the Supreme Court precedent home game, uh, a case from 1982, when an appeal is filed, it generally divests the trial court of its jurisdiction about things related to the appeal. Now, Donald Trump will argue, well, everything is related to my appeal because it has to do with whether I'm immune or not. But as the government pointed out in this three-page filing on Sunday, timely filed on Sunday, the judge gave him till five o'clock and they timely filed it. As they argued, the government argued, there are lots of things that the trial judge can do to keep the train on the track, keep the wheels on the car to move this case towards the March 4th trial date. For instance, there are motions to dismiss that are currently pending, which even under the case cited by Donald Trump should be promptly denied, closed out and denied because of the pendency of this appeal. So in other words, Judge Chutkin, clear out all the low-hanging fruit procedurally, deny the other motions to dismiss and, and, and motions that have been filed by Donald Trump right now. And because Griggs itself, Griggs itself already bakes in a certain limited stay related to the appeal, then there's no there's no need, the court, uh, the, the uh, Department of Justice reminded Judge Chutkin, to rule on this broader stay of all activity that Donald Trump is requesting. Just stay the aspects of it that relate to the immunity issue and let everything else move forward down the track towards March 4th. Now, I've got another argument that I actually thought was going to be raised by the Department of Justice. And I mentioned this on Legal AF, our leading podcast at the intersection of law, politics, and justice. And I thought they'd actually give more support to Judge Chutkin 
uh, to deny the motion for stay, not on Griggs, but on the argument that um, it, as long if she finds that the argument that's raised, it, there's an it's not likely that Donald Trump is going to prevail on appeal, right? It's not the likelihood of success is minimal or non-existent. She can deny the motion for stay. We've seen this in other federal cases involving appeals. Uh, we saw it uh, with Judge Jones in the Northern District of Georgia, for instance, when Mark Meadows appealed his ruling that he didn't he did not re- uh, enjoy federal officer removal to take the Georgia criminal case state over to federal court. Judge Jones said, "I'm not staying any of these proceedings in the uh, in the state court, for instance, because I don't think you're going to win your your appeal." And I think that's the road that Judge Chutkin is going to go down. And I'm a little bit surprised that the government in its three pages didn't spend an extra couple of pages. They had plenty plenty of pages uh, to spare to argue that it was unlikely that Donald Trump was going to prevail on his appeal. Now that there's this brief is in an opposition, there's one more brief that comes on Tuesday with Donald Trump. And then we're going to have a decision relatively quickly, Tuesday night, Wednesday morning or so, by Donald uh, Uh, by Judge Chutkin on the issue of whether the trial level proceeding should be stayed while we await what happens for full briefing, oral argument, and decision at the appellate level. And now as of this particular hot take, the appellate court hasn't yet gotten together. They haven't uh, formed a panel yet, haven't been impaneled, and they haven't set a briefing schedule for the uh, appellate um, proceeding that Donald Trump has started by arguing that he is immune. We still are waiting for the judges, the briefing schedule, and the like. The clerk on Thursday or Friday did spit out an automatic message that set a date of middle to late December for certain events, but that's not uh, what we're looking at. What we're looking at is when the panel of the three judges in D.C. gets put together, how they set the briefing schedule. And there, I think we're going to see the Department of Justice weigh in and move on an emergency or expedited basis to have this appeal move very, very quickly, briefed in a very short amount of time, oral argument in a very short amount of time, and a ruling in a short amount of time so it doesn't delay the the March trial. That A March trial that's so important that the last court to consider it, most recently, just this past week or so, um, said in regagging Donald Trump, same court, different three judges, said it is very important that the trial not be delayed, that justice den- uh, delayed is justice denied, not just for Donald Trump, but for the American people, and that it is very important that before the election in November, voters know whether Donald Trump has been acquitted, mistried, hanged jury, hung jury, or convicted. And so that was a message from one appellate panel of the D.C. Court of Appeals as binding precedent on the next panel that's to be established for the issue of the immunity. Have you ever wondered where your donation could have the most impact? In 2007, a group of donors had that exact question. But when they sought out information from charities to help them answer this question, they instead received cute pictures or unhelpful stories. Their experience led them to create GiveWell, an organization providing rigorous, transparent research about the best giving opportunities they found. 
GiveWell has now spent over 15 years researching charitable organizations and only directs funding to a few of the highest impact opportunities they found in global health and poverty alleviation. Over 100,000 donors have used GiveWell to donate more than $1 billion. Rigorous evidence suggests that these donations will save over 150,000 lives and improve the lives of millions more. GiveWell wants as many donors as possible to make informed decisions about high-impact giving. You can find all of their research and recommendations on their site for free. You can make tax-deductible donations to their recommended funds or charities, and GiveWell doesn't take a cut. I thought their approach to doing good was unique and interesting because of the immense amount of research and facts they are able to provide in a crystal clear way anyone can understand. That's why I use GiveWell and you should too. If you've never donated through GiveWell before, you can have your donation matched up to $100 before the end of the year or as long as the matching funds last. To claim your match, go to givewell.org and pick podcast and enter Legal AF by Midas Touch at checkout. Make sure they know that you heard about GiveWell from Legal AF by Midas Touch to get your donation matched. Again, that's givewell.org to donate or find out more. Could randomly one of the judges from the appeal on the gag order end up on the immunity panel? Maybe, but it would be a completely random assignment. So we'll have to see whether Judge Pillar, Judge Millette, um, and the other judge that was assigned to the case end up on the new panel. And we're, we're going to report on all of that. What is going on with the final ruling by Judge Chutkin on the motion to stay, um, the precedent that's been set, and the new panel that will be in place to decide the immunity issue and how quickly they're going to decide that immunity issue and whether and how that impacts the March trial. All eyes are on the March trial. And if, you're, if you need a decoder ring on what Donald Trump's trying to do, Everything he's trying to do in D.C. is to delay the March trial and avoid the March trial if he can. For him, it's a numbers game. How many days are there between the March trial and the November election? And how many of those days can he eat up, waste, burn uh, in order that the trial doesn't happen? So for him, you're looking at March, April, May, June, July, you're looking at eight months. He's got to burn eight months. He can do that by late filing motions to dismiss, which is what he recently did. File them very late in the game at the very end. Make Judge Chutkin have to make rulings on them, then file appeals on them, then full briefing on appeals, then leave open the door for Supreme Court intervention or involvement. And suddenly your eight months that you got to kill is down to a month or two or less. And that's what we're watching with Donald Trump. And we'll report all of it right here on the Midas Touch Network, only on their YouTube channel. You're here already. <laughs> Keep watching and all the content that we provide. Legal AF is where I do all my work, my legal analysis and political analysis. It's on the Midas Touch Network. It's on Wednesdays and Saturdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. I co-founded the show and I co-anchor it on those two days. And then pick it up on audio podcast platforms where, wherever you like, wherever you choose. We're on all of them. If you like this kind of hot take, thumbs up. It really does help. You're making a difference. It helps with the ratings and keeps me on the air. So until my next hot take, until my next legal AF, this is Michael Popak reporting.
At Midas Touch, we are unapologetically pro-democracy, and we demand justice and accountability. That's why we're spreading our message to Convict 45. That's right, gear up right now with your Convict 45 tees and pins at store.midastouch.com. That's store.midastouch.com.